Now, how do they apply to a non-Nabi, an average, a wali, or even an average mu'min? That is as follows, and that is why the process of zikr is done to bring a person to fana. What happens is that a person, let's say, let's take the most ordinary mu'min. So they start from scratch. They start from scratch, and so we're going to plot that, if you will, on a circle, just like zero hundred. That a person starts with, now what are the numbers? The numbers are muhabbat for the dunya, istighraq fi dunya, involvement in the dunya, and istighraq or muhabbat for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a person starts at zero hundred. This is the extreme. Zero talaq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and one hundred percent, one hundred percent involvement in the dunya. The sign that any one of us may have that, well, we just look at our salah. What happens to us in our salah? That even during salah, we are still thinking about the dunya. That means that we are 100% fana fid dunya. We are so fana in the dunya, we are so lost in the dunya, that we can't even remember Allah subhanahu in our salah. It means that remembrance of the dunya is inseparable from us. That is fana. So we're 100 on the dunya and 0 on the zikr of Allah. So that's the starting point. So in order to enable a person to eventually reach the asl sunnah which is baka, in order to enable a person to reach the eventual sunnah which is baka, we first have to bring a person to 100 100% absorption in Allah and 0% absorption in the dunya. That is maqam fana. Now again, if you were here yesterday, you remember I told you the difference between hal and maqam. A person may have certain halat of fana, certain moments in which they are completely lost in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the exclusion of any awareness or cognizance of this world and all that is in it. maqam fana is that person who can enter that state at will, whenever they want. Yani takbir tarheem is just a switch for them. That's why you know the famous hadith that the Sahaba, one Sahabi was standing guard and he decided that while well, I'm on night shift, might as well pray some nafil. So he made niyat and started praying nafil and then the enemy came and started launching arrows into his thigh and he didn't even realize. Allah Akbar, that's fana. Completely unaware of the dunya. We can't even imagine. That's I said, forget experience such a level. I can't even imagine what that means. What type of salah is that? That somebody shoots me in the arrow and I don't even feel it. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Right? That is fana. So the mashaykh then in the early periods, maybe not so much anymore today, because the ability of students of the Sawaf on this path to reach fana is very small. But in the early day they would try to make a person do so much zikr that they would reach fana. At least first have a hal of fana. So zikr is like an exercise. I'm training myself to become so lost in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I'm oblivious to everything else. Once I have that ability, then I enter my salah and my salah will become a salah to miraj al-mu'min. But I need that ability first. I need, and if I don't have that naturally, if I don't have that innately, I need to train myself. So they were trying to bring a person to a halat of fana. Now, in the earlier, in the middle period, in sort of the medieval period of Islam, what happened is a person would spend a long time in zikr. Three hours of zikr, seven hours of zikr, ten hours of zikr. 
And every now and then, every now and then, there are a handful of people, I mean, we're talking literally millions of people who have followed this path of the Sof in Islamic history, you can come up with two or three or four people who slipped along the way. I can find you two or three or four muhaddithin who slipped along the way from the millions of Hadith scholars. And what happened is they weren't able to exit from Fana into Baqa. They weren't able to return. What is Baqa? Baqa is a hundred hundred. One hundred percent absorption and remembrance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one hundred percent engagement in this world. That's the asl sunnah. That's the final sunnah. That's the highest sunnah. That's the real objective. And the purpose of the sof is to take a person all the way, full circle. If we had a chart, we would have drawn this for you in a circle that a person starts here, then goes up to Fana, and then returns to this world. So they leave everything of this world behind them, they drown themselves in the remembrance of Allah. Then having drowned themselves in the remembrance of Allah, they return to this world, but that 100% engagement in this world after Fana is different from their 100% engagement in this world before Fana, because the 100% engagement in the world before Fana was out of ghaflat. And the 100% engagement of the world after Fana is lillah and fillah, is engaging the world for the sake of Allah, in the name of Allah, in accordance with the sharia of Allah. That is ain zikr. That itself is zikr. That is why Imam Rabbani, Mujaddad al-Fasani, Shaykh Ahmed Hindi, Rahimullah Ta'ala has mentioned that anything that a believer does that is according to the sharia, that is also zikr. That is a moment of zikr, that is time spent in zikr. That is why the Prophet said, that the righteous businessman will be raised with the shuhada and the siddiqeen on the day of judgment. Why? Righteous means that he did business according to the sharia. That's zikr. Even though the rest of the time is business, but the compliance with the sharia makes it zikr. So it's as if he did 10 hours of zikr in the day. So fana and baka. Every now and then a person would get stuck. So two of the most famous people who got stuck Mansur al-Halaj and Ibn Arabi, three, Rabia Basriya. Tell her, you're women, or it could be Masanitin. Rabia Basriya. And what's happened is the reason we misunderstand the Sawaf is the Sawaf has been recycled to us via the West. What we know about the Sawaf is we read in English about Sufism. And what is privileged by the English writers on Sufism? Ibn Arabi, Al-Halaj, and Rabia Basriya. So we think that what we read in English about Sufism, that's what the Islamic Tasawwuf is. No, it's not. And in fact, according to the Mashaikh of Tasawwuf, Al-Halaj, Ibn Arabi, and Rabi Basri were naqis. Their relight was not Kamil because they got stuck on Fana. They didn't come full circle and come to Baqa, which is the Asl Sunnah Wilayat. 